Hello and welcome to the GoPerform podcast. I'm Dan Buchanan and today I'm joined by Ryan Checkley. Hello, I'm Ryan. And Robbie Wilde. Hello. <laughs> and Robbie and Ryan have been with us now for nine months. Um, Robbie has been here off the back of a, an undergrad degree at Bath and MSc in Strength and Conditioning at Loughborough University and he's with us on an internship for the year. And Ryan Checkley uh, is studying sport and exercise therapy at Sutton University and he, he's been here with us on a placement year. It's been the first year that we've actually had a sport and exercise therapy placement student for the whole year, so he's um, definitely set a level which mm. will uh, be hard to beat, which is good. So I wanted to ask you boys really um, how the year has been, what you've learned, all those kind of things, to have a bit of a conversation around that. So firstly, Robbie, how did you end up at Go Perform? Yeah, so while I was doing my Masters at Loughborough, um, I was sort of thinking about what's next, um, and I got I got emailed the opportunity by the course leader um, Richard Blagrove who used to be a tutor on Tristan our head of performance um, course when he was in education so I saw it and it was lo- local to me which was ideal and it just looked like a, a, a really great opportunity <coughs> to have access to loads of different populations loads of different um, methods of training that obviously there's a rehabilitation side and because I wasn't too fussed about going into a particular sport like a lot of people they, they want to go into football or they want to go into rugby I really like the fact that you can have access to lots of different types of athletes but also um, regular general population people as well so it was just looked like the perfect fit mm. amazing how about you Ryan? so originally um, I was at university I was doing a three year degree course I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a placement year or not and um, I did um, so I was looking for a placement year originally but I couldn't sort of find one close to where I wanted to go. Um, my tutor then put in a message in our group chat and it um, said about Go Perform. So I checked um, the website out, looked at the post, checked the online sort of webpage, just thought it looked really good. It was right on my doorstep as well. So then I came down, had an interview, and um, yeah, progressed from Tristan, had a performance, and then had a chat with you and Luke. Hmm. And um, yeah, you two just really sold it to me, basically sort of saying you'd be part of a team rather than um, sort of like at some football clubs or sports clubs, you're sort of looked at as a like, sort of free labour. So as I'm, yeah, sort of here, I'm looked at as part of a team, I get more involved. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a no-brainer to but, yeah, apply here. And what were your first impressions? So once you started the year, mm. what was it like day one, day two? Like how, what, what do you think of it? It was interesting because I've never been in like a, an environment like this, sort of being in two years in university and then coming straight here. Um, I sort of had to get used to like all the equipment quite quick that I've never seen before. Mm. It's like um, blood flow restriction training, never heard of. It's like now I use it every single day. Um, yeah, it's just quite surreal. Yeah, and did it feel like, did you feel out of your depth at all? Did it feel kind of intimidating? Or mm. How was it working with like people a lot older than you and mm. all sorts of issues? What was that like? I, don't, I wouldn't really say I felt out of my depth because so, um, everyone's so friendly mm-hmm. so like all of the staff here even like all the all of the members um, so some of the members they'll use like blood flow restriction training a lot so they'd even show me how to use it at times yeah so it's like I'm learning from absolutely everyone here yeah good and that's yeah it's like there's sort of no pressure at all that's great and I think that's how we try and have it within the community I think mm-hmm. everyone appreciates that um, we're all trying to grow together staff and patients and athletes um, mm. we want that to be the culture that's cool how about you Robbie what was it like going from four years of education into a working environment yeah so I think the the main difference was working with people so getting used to working with people every day because um, obviously four years in education <laughs> it's all about 
um, learning the theory behind everything, um, but you rarely ever apply it to the real world. Obviously, I, I did a placement while I was at Loughborough and I was coaching um, students, but I'd never had exposure to anyone outside of that age range. So, um, yeah, being able to coach older people, <coughs> um, athletes from various sports, uh, yeah, it was really good. And, and, and first impressions, um, like Ryan said, really friendly, really opening. Um, and also, it, it was clear it was, wasn't just going to be an observational role at all. So I remember Tristan mentioning in, in the interview, like, this isn't observational at all, we're going to get you stuck in straight away. And that, and that was the case. And it was even at some points, I'd get asked to do something on the first few weeks. And, and I'd, I'd think to myself, like, are, you, are you sure? Are you sure you want to trust me with doing this? Um, but yeah, there was always that trust that uh, we could <coughs> do a good job mm. with everything, which which is really good. Nice. And I think you brought things too. So you'd you'd done some work on blood flow restriction before, hadn't yeah. you? The theory behind it, but hadn't actually applied it yeah. as much. Yeah. So I think having you present to us on that and kind of give us the latest stuff was really, really good. Our view is we see everyone, you bring your strengths and you bring your personality and everyone contributes. And we need everyone to contribute because <laughs> it's such a busy day. Um, so on that on that front, Ryan, what's a typical day for you like at GoPerform at the moment? So me being in sort of both <coughs> camps, um, part of like the S&C and on the uh, like sort of physio, soft therapy mm. side of things, my day's quite varied a lot. So um, last week, for instance, on a, a Friday I started, did two hours of group coaching. I then did some performance testing with one of our, sort of, he's here for pre-season. So I did like some five or five agility, some sprint testing, some jumps, some force testing. I then did a like a ACL rehabilitation for someone who's I think around ten weeks. Mm. Um, straight after that, I went and shadowed Luke, the physiotherapist, for a bit. So I was really interested in him. Uh, it was someone to do with, I believe it was lumbar spine. Mm -hmm. So then Luke said I could get involved with that. I did some maitland mobilizations, which I found quite interesting. And then after that, I went back into the group coaching at about twelve thirty. So my days sort of they varied a lot. Mm. And then yeah, sometimes I I join in with you. Mm. Um, you teach me some hands-on stuff. It's so like the other day we were learning about the instrument assisted soft tissue massage. That's the word. And yeah, so for me, it's sort of quite varied. It's more, I'm learning a lot more rather than getting as stuck in as Robbie. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Good. That's great. How about you, Robbie? What's your day like? Yeah, so my sort of bread and butter, like Ryan was saying, is, is the group session. So I help coaching uh, the group sessions, but also I program for. <coughs> a fair group of people uh, in that so that would involve if if someone was a sports person um doing their specific exercises for their sport depending on where they are on the season um and that would also involve testing on relevant physical qualities um and then also recently i've started getting involved in doing some youth strength and conditioning sessions which has been really good mm. um because that, that was another um population that i'd i'd never had access to to coach was was kids so um that's been really good and, and that was sort of even a, a bit more i felt a bit more uncomfortable with than um co coaching people older than me uh, because I, I i used to think like oh how i, I didn't think i reacted um well with kids yeah <coughs> but it turns out it's been absolutely fine it's, it's just one of those things where once you do, do it once yeah um it it, you're, you're comfortable with it from then on and that's happened with a lot of things here um, like I said when you get asked to do something and you, you're not sure you're, you're ready for it yet all it takes is to 
just just do it once and then and then you're confident um mm. and then you can move on to the next the, the next thing so yeah mm. and i think what we were looking for with you guys is we're not looking for experts or people that are like on day one 100 percent can do everything we'd much rather someone that can't do something that wants to learn um which is really cool isn't it so mm. that's kind of when we're interviewing people that's what we're thinking mm. about we're thinking yeah. about how how easy is this person to work with and how they fit in because we all have areas that we're working on ourselves as well and mm. um, real what have been the biggest challenges so one that stands out for me um when i'm predominantly here i do rehabilitation i don't overly do injury assessment mm-hmm. i might shadow injury assessment but personally i don't do it a lot and then um, i remember one time it was um i think all the physios were busy and you asked me if i could do a an ankle assessment and that was the first one I've done completely on my own. Mm. So I know how to do it. It's, and I, I find an ankle sort of fairly straightforward. I'd say it's probably the one I'm most co- like confident on. Mm. But yeah, I was terrified to do it. <laughs> and then as soon as I got in, I realized it's, it's quite straightforward. Mm. It's just, yeah, just do the like, X, Y, Z, mm. write down what you find, take them into the gym, a little bit of rehabilitation. And yeah, that's more or less it. So I, I, it was sort of quite nice to know that I can do it. Yeah. And the sort of the sense of fear wasn't, so warranted. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Willie? Yeah, but mine's sort of similar. It's obviously everyone here is a practitioner and everyone has completely full diary. So sometimes um, some people come in and if there's been like, there's overlap between patients and sometimes <laughs> you just get asked, oh, can you do this for so-and-so? And if you don't necessarily feel comfortable or you've never done it before, mm. you think, oh, I don't think this will go very well. And then, but you sort of dig into your mind about it, like you've done similar things before and you can just apply it. So I, th- I think one example was mm. um, someone came in and no one else was available and they'd, they'd either come in at the, at the wrong time or there'd been some mix up and and they had, like, all I had was the injury and the person. <laughs> Usually when I get asked to do something, I, I get a, a quick little rundown or, or you can do something along these lines. Uh, but, but it was the first time where all I had was the injury um, and I had to sort of come up with um, some exercises to do myself, which w- when you get put in that position, it really pushes you to um, to dig deep in your brain and then it makes you realise like you are actually capable capable of doing things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that... It's, it's, that that was a, a challenge, but it was afterwards the, the sense of achievement of doing things like that is is, yeah. is really good. I think that happens quite a lot here, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> and great. I think as the year goes on and you guys get more confident, and comfortable, mm. we lean on you even more, and it's you're now indispensable to be honest um, to the team, and that's how we see these roles really. Like it's it's the kind of glue that fills the gaps or whatever the cement that fills the gaps of all the bits and it's cool I like that pressure because I think mm. in the world of sport as well that's what happens like you mm-hmm. know for whatever reason you've got to come up with a decision really quickly yeah and um, and we're always here to support and, and and we all make mistakes as well so it's not even about doing it perfectly first time it's more just yeah being mm. up for it <laughs> which is why it's been so good with you guys um, so highlights and best bits anything you can think of that so something I do a lot mm-hmm. is um, laser therapy okay so it's just sort of a way to reduce inflammation, um, pain relieving effect as well. And um, there was this one uh, member of Elevate of a Go Perform program. Yeah. And he was having problems um, with his calf. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was doing laser sort of like three times a week with him um, for about two weeks. He then ran a race. I did, I can't exactly remember the time, but I know he finished it in quite a good time for him. Like he's quite happy with it. Yeah. And I remember he came in 
the day after the race and he was just over the moon like you could see how joyous he was and he says um yeah basically he just couldn't have done it without me yeah. it's like something so simple as me spending about like 10 minutes every three days um yeah just a quick brush over the calf and it made such an impact on him mm. it's just yeah just, yeah yeah. yeah so that feedback has been really good yeah cool how about you Robbie? Uh, I think mine sort of similar. Um, I really like when we get someone new coming in who's completely new to a gym environment, and you can tell they don't look comfortable or confident, and they they're not sure how to do most of the exercises. And then I just love seeing that progression over over the months mm. of them getting better in the gym, getting stronger in the gym, but also like opening up um, like on a personal level with all the rest of the members and getting involved and, and chatting and things like that. So, um, yeah, there isn't like a particular moment that's <coughs> just the highlight. Mm. I, I sort of just love seeing people go from square one mm. to being stronger and and um, more confident. Yeah, that's, that's what that's I really good. like. That's really good, yeah. Sorry, building on that as well. Yeah. I, I now have like a, a personal connection to a lot of the members. Yeah. So, um, Earlier today, actually, one of the, the members had messaged me about something, about um, like a slight injury they had. Mm-hmm. And I was providing like sort of a short like, overview, potentially what it could be, things that can help. Mm. So it's, um, yeah, I've been here for like sort of X amount of time. And now I've built sort of genuine connections within the community as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what we want. So one of our strap lines has always been belong, overcome, go perform. Mm. And that belonging thing is huge. Like that sense of community. And obviously people can come and go... So we don't want people to feel like they have to stay ever, mm. <laughs> but they can be here as long as they need to be, um, and will always be a steady kind of ship that they can come back to. But I think, yeah, I think that's probably one of the things that's unique about this place. Mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, do you know other places that are similar to this? Like, I, d- I don't know. A, a lot of people claim to, a lot of gyms claim to have that um, sense of community and sense of belonging, <coughs> but I've never seen it to this extent. Um, obviously everyone knows commercial gyms everyone goes in puts the headphones on yeah. and you barely see anyone talk to each other and then there's, there's sort of like a spectrum there's other gyms where people do classes and things like that but this is the only one I've seen where everyone in the building interacts with each other and I think because the departments are so interlinked as well that yeah. obviously there's the physiotherapy department in the, and the performance department but because we get a lot of the members come through from the performance department everyone knows each other so all of the members, they, they know yourself and, and, and yeah. Luke and Sarah and, and all the physios. Um, so it really is just like one big, big family. And I've, n- I've never seen this, this sense of community at any other, any other place, really. That's cool. I think part of that for us is like each person has a personality. So some people are going to love Ryan's banter and others are not. <laughs> and, and likewise with me or with you, Bobby. So I think... Mm. So we were really keen to employ people or to, be, or to have people here full time as much as possible so that everyone knew everyone's story um, and everyone's journey looks different. So it's that thing of like a football club training ground. When a, club, a player signs for the <coughs> club, you get to know the player. And I think the same thing here really as people come in. So I've got a patient that you guys have been helping out a little bit in the gym as well. And she's not officially on the rehab programme, but once someone's been introduced, it's, mm. there's no boundary, which is really brilliant. But, um, that's good. <coughs> cool. Uh, how are you different now as a coach or practitioner? I, I think definitely my, my people skills have improved um, <laughs> a lot um, because obviously before when you're just in uh, academia you, you rarely ever have to interact with people um, and that's, that's not even it's, it's because the, the fitness world is, is sort of like a people 
world you have mm. to, if you want to be in fitness or um, sport or uh, rehabilitation or physiotherapy you, you have to work with people um, and a lot of people they, they don't really consider that when they when they sign up for sports science or strength and conditioning courses <laughs> they they sign up because they like sport and they, yeah. and they like going to the gym they don't think that if I want a job in this space I'm gonna have to be interacting with multiple people every day yeah um, and and that that just comes that being skilled at that just comes through practice and getting your feet wet really um, but yeah definitely my, my people skills yeah um, has, has improved massively since I've been there that's cool I'd agree with that so I always look up to Tristan as someone that's really good at kind of he can chop and change between like a Premier League footballer and that, you know an 80 year old hip replacement yeah. you have that same like he'll pitch it just right for the session for that person mm-hmm. um, which is cool yeah it's bro how about you bro? I'd have to say the same thing to be honest mm-hmm. like, it's just the, the confidence being able to talk to people it's like Rob was saying um, on the courses you aren't taught how to speak to people yeah. you're just taught how to do what, what is on your course Yeah. and um, yeah coming here at first I was like I found it hard to go and just approach random people sort of make small talk with them so like, I could talk about their plan I could talk about if they're doing the exercise right or wrong. Yeah. But I couldn't sort of make small talk as efficiently as I wanted. And then um, I remember my lecturer came down, because I'm still at uni, she had to, as part of um, a visit she had to make, to make sure that I am actually here. <laughs> and um, yeah, the first thing she said was, like she noticed how much more confident I am, and like how I sort of present myself. It looks a lot better than when I, where I was about a year ago Good. in university. Good, that's amazing, isn't it? Mm. That's class. And so how are you feeling about going back to uni next year and going down a year essentially with the next cohort? Like, how does that feel? I've been asked this a lot actually. Yeah. It, it feels quite weird because I'm working here about sort of 33 hours a week, mm-hmm. five days a week. And then going back to uni, it sort of seems like a regression. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll learn a lot of stuff when I'm there. But from when I'm, I, I feel like I've learned so much more when I'm here. Okay. So um, I think it's going to be a bit strange to be honest. But I'm looking forward to, um, in the final year, we do a, an injury clinic. So something which I haven't had a, a lot of experience doing, yeah. I can sort of develop on and yeah, improve my skills there. And where do you want to be in the future? What are you hoping for? So this as well, I'm not entirely too sure. So um, next year I have a, a placement I have to carry out. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking I want to do that within a, a sports setting. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry, a sports club. Yeah. Where it's um, like a, a fixed demographic, um, all in one sport just to see what that's sort of like, because I've, I've really enjoyed it here, working with just the masses, like absolutely everyone. You've got like anywhere from, I think the youngest here is about 10 years old, up until like a 78 year old. Mm-hmm. And it's just anywhere recreational all the way to like pro players. But yeah, so I'd sort of like to trial that out, see where I want to go from there and decide from there. Brilliant, that's great. How about you, Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, so obviously I've started thinking about what's next and I definitely want a, f- a full-time role in I, th- I think in somewhere si- in a similar situation to to this um, I th- when people first get into strength and conditioning I think people really want to work with um, athletes mm-hmm. and I did as well at, at first um, but since since coming here I've, I've sort of changed my mind about that I, I, I actually sort of prefer um, working with the with the general population because a lot of times you get athletes and there isn't actually a lot of coaching to be done because they move so well and, and like they do everything so well mm. and you don't end up actually coaching them a lot. Whereas if you get um, a general population individual, they might have never squatted or deadlifted or whatever in, in their life. 
and um, it's far more rewarding teaching someone how to do something from from the ground up. So um, I, th I think I'd I'd like to work in um, in in a more of like a general population uh, role. Amazing. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? Those those elite sports jobs are so competitive, and mm. there's often like battling for funding, and you know, will the EIS pay for this or that? Mm. And, and, and often fairly low paid as well, actually. Whereas we've found that there's people everywhere and strength and conditioning is pretty much the only evidence-based thing that helps people mm. long-term. Yeah. Um, so to have like experts in strength and conditioning that understand rehab and pathology and injury like you, like you are now is priceless. Mm. And I think I'm really excited for whatever the future holds um, because I think people will be setting up loads of places like this, mm. hopefully. And, and even the NHS are coming on board and there's exercise prescription stuff and health coaching is becoming big as well. So it's really exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and definitely. We're just so grateful that you boys have been here. And we're nine months in, so we've still got three months left. Mm. So it's not the end. But it's lovely to check in with you and to see how it's been. And, um, and speaking on behalf of everyone here and the community of people that train here, we're so grateful that you guys chose to be here. Mm, and, um, and it's wonderful to work with you every day. Thank you. So thanks for having a chat. Anything else you want to say before we close? No, that's all from me, Dan. Yeah, that's really good. And that's all from you, Robbie. Yeah, it's all from me. Love it. Until next time, thanks, boys.